When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Uh, uh, yeah. We got the vibe on deck, bro. Four dope brothers talking sports, so let's go. If you could just imagine some dudes into music, get together to talk trash about whose teams is losing. So here we go. D. Turner, John Lane, Trey Illy, Jay Hill, the MVP, court in the history. So now what? They got their mics and gizmos. Podcast rep for DC, what it is, Mo. Welcome to Sports and Things. A weekly podcast where we go in depth on sports, music, and topics of the week. Featuring John Lane, Trey Ely, Jay Hill, and your host, Dennis Turner. And welcome to Sports and Things, everybody. I'm your host, Dennis Turner. With me, I've had two of the fellas, uh, John Lane and Trey Ely. Kyrie's out today, so... Where is Ja? At the fire festival, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, fellas? How y'all doing? Yeah. Yo. Oh, okay. This is the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so anticlimactic. This is the podcast where we are musicians and artists who love to talk sports, and we're gonna get right into it. Um, we're coming up on week one of the NFL season. Yeah. That that one drum feel you sounded that sounded like somebody was falling down the steps when you did it. Sound like shoes in the dryer. My shoe. That's funny. <laughs> All right. uh, with the with the week one of the NFL season looming, uh, how do you guys? How would you guys feel if the Commanders lost to the Cardinals week one? It's still a win because Snyder's gone. I knew nah, Trey was going to say that, uh, yep. bro. Every they, game's a win. We're going seventeen and zero, no matter what the schedule says. Is that so? Uh, yeah, no Snyder is a win. Did you did you have a t- they have a- schedule where it says lost game but still won? It's gonna be an asterisk by it. <laughs> There's an asterisk next to every loss. Lost game but still won. Is it uh, like are- the 2020 uh, NBA finals? Yeah. Oh, yeah. wait a minute. Next to every loss. Ain't it the one the Lakers won? That's the one. It the is. Won. That counts. There's that a, counts. There's an asterisk. It counts. It counts. The Dodgers <laughs> have an asterisk too. Good lord. Uh, Trey, did you get a shirt made yet? It says we uh, we still win it. Because he's gone. <laughs> <laughs> Not yet. I'm waiting. For, I'm gonna get one made for you. I'm gonna make a T-shirt for you. Oh, says, nice. I'm winning because Snyder lost. <laughs> <laughs> uh, John, how do you? How would you feel if they lost? Well, I would feel. I, I would be a little embarrassed and disappointed because the Cardinals are not a team right now. Uh, they don't have Thanks. a quarterback. Uh, they don't have an offensive line. They don't have uh, DeAndre Hopkins anymore. Um, they, they're, I think one of the sports junkies, uh, John Cakes Alville, called their head coach a, a dork. 
<laughs> wow. I call him a dork. Yeah. Um, it would be embarrassing. I will say that. But the one thing, like Trey said, the one thing that would keep me, I guess for a lack of a better term, uh, keep me enamored or keep me into the season is knowing that Dan Snyder no longer owns the team and we're still winning off the field, even though so, we need to win on the field. So you need a shirt too? Uh, Maybe, but I need the shirt to have those in quotations and then below it have a dash that says Trey Ely. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. All right. I'm, I'm, I'll put the shirt orders in next week. We'll get the shirts. <laughs> um, I, I, I think I agree with John. I can't agree with Trey wholeheartedly because <laughs> <laughs> he's living in another land right now. Like it's it's just Dan Snyderless. He's living in yeah. Dan Snyderless land, and that's cool. Dan but, Snyder still lives rent free in his head, man. Yeah, he's he's in there, man. Like you can't get rid of Dan. Yeah, we can be eliminated. Dan is gone, but not in Trey's head. Dan, he's gonna have nightmares about Dan Snyder. I can imagine. That's my response. That's no, my response no, no, you're gone. Now. No, you're gone. No, 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 you're gone. <laughs> Trey's gonna wake gone. up. With, he's gonna wake up in the night before the first game. Like, oh, oh, shit. who's coaching? He's gonna, who's he's gonna wake. He's gonna wake up sweating Dan Snyder tears. Oh. <laughs> my response to all all jokes and criticism are: we can be eliminated. <laughs> right. Right. Uh-huh. Yeah, I, I think it's a loss because of how this uh organized the cardinals are going into week one um i can't imagine a team you like i said like you said you can't call that a team at this point they don't have any components that make them an actual team that is a threat to be the team that has actually been playing cohesively for the last couple weeks this shit is set up for us to win they're literally setting this up for us they are tanking at this point until yeah. Kyler Murray comes back. I believe they are tanking. I do believe yeah. they are tanking. They are tanking. They don't give fine. a shit about they this They have season. a brand new staff, like brand new, new. Everybody's they crazy. just had a meeting this morning talking about the script, saying, all right, so our quarterback <laughs> is going to throw a pass to Terry McLaurin. No, 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 Jahan Dotson. Give Jahan Dotson. Oh, okay, so we'll throw one to Terry McLaurin in the third quarter. How about that? Yeah, that works. All right, cool. I'm They're literally writing a script. <laughs> That's fine. Let him write it, and then Here's my thing, though, and I, I will always say it. If the, the Washington Commanders can't score more than 20 points, it's a toss-up for me. I, I agree. I have always agreed with you on that, but even more so this season because of our quarterback, I feel like our quarterback is slightly better than Taylor Heineke. We have to score more than, I'm going to say, more than 23 points a game to yeah. win. It just has to be done. So with that receiving core, and this quarterback who everybody is getting on board with saying now he's he's the best pick to be the starting quarterback going into week one. He's not afraid to throw the ball. I give you that. John's question about the, the Giants, you know, what? they're up to a faster start. The Eagles. What? what? I think that was Trey. Trey playing sound bites. This yeah. Is, this is all too bad stuff. John's question about the, the Giants, you know, they're up to a faster start. The Eagles. My question? What? It's because it has my name in it. Oh my god! That's gosh. why. Okay, so yeah, I I think that <laughs> it, it it's it's a loss for the Commanders as an organization if they can't come out and beat a team that isn't already beating itself. False. Yeah. 
Uh, <laughs> all right. Should the commanders add another backup quarterback or just keep it at two? Good question. So I was pondering this um, over the weekend, man. I think it's very strange that they're not keeping three quarterbacks given their history of the health of their quarterbacks in the past, what, since 2018 when Jay Gruden was still the head coach. Facts. Um, I mean, the guys that they've had on the team, Case Keenum. At this point, quarterback. It's the quarterback here, though. So do you have any regrets about that, or how do you? No, I got no regrets about their quarterback. I think our quarterback has done some good things. There's been a couple of games that he struggled. <laughs> Why do you think Wait. the teams in the division are either ahead at this what, point? Let's go. Who was that talking? Chose the Ron Rivera. The Ron Rivera. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. You... No, I got no regrets about their quarterback. I think our quarterback has done some good things. There's been a couple of games that he struggled. Yeah. So why do you um, think the other teams in the division are ahead of us, quarterback? Yeah, that's when he threw Carson Wentz under the bus. <laughs> yeah. That's they when were he threw like, Carson... you chose the quarterback. So uh... Exactly. <laughs> He like no. You know I, what? No, I, what I did I trade? Quarterback. That apparently that was Dan Snyder. That was not Ron Rivera. Ron Rivera just okayed it. We know that that he ain't yeah. had no choice but to okay it. Yeah, yeah. So that was I, I give I give Ron Rivera a pass on that because that was that Dan was Snyder. Stupid. It was, but maybe he was trolling Dan Snyder. Anyway, um, the health of of our quarterbacks in the last five seasons, man, history can't repeat itself. So you're talking about Sam Howell. We don't know much about Sam Howell yet. We know that he beat the Cowboys. We know that he's looked great in training camp. He's looked great in preseason games. And now we're about to see what he does this coming Sunday. If something happens, if he goes one and three in the first quarter of the season or suffers an injury and Jacoby Brissett is up, Jacoby Brissett has a history of injury too. Who's going to be after Jacoby Brissett? They're going to have to pick somebody up off of waivers if Sam Howell goes down. That's why Hold I was on, very. Here, okay? That's why I was shocked when they let go of Jake Fromm. Because I feel like Jake Fromm is capable of being a suitable backup. But we'll see. I feel like they'll re-sign him. I think Jake, if Jake Fromm isn't picked up, I think they'll re-sign him again. They're going to make some more cuts and they'll re-sign him. Yeah, I you know, I I don't think any team should go into the season without three quarterbacks. Yeah. Like personally, I think the Ravens have three quarterbacks. Yeah, I think it's smart. I think it's just a smart yeah. move. Like, you know, like the third one doesn't even have to be active, but they need to have them on the roster. Yeah, yeah. that's what I'm saying. Like you you can activate them if you if two go. You goes don't down. have to activate them, but you should have them on the roster. Yeah. If one goes down, by the way, activate two. By the way, the Ravens are the only team in NFL history to have uh, all of their quarterbacks and their quarterbacks' coaches black. Clarify, you said you would talk about quarterback next week. If you guys are eliminated today by what happens at 4 o'clock, is Sam Howell in consideration? We can be eliminated. Yeah, if the Packers (laughs) beat the Vikings, then you guys are eliminated. (laughs) Well, we'll see. Yo, that's so stupid. Yo, shout out to Grant Paulson who had, yo, that <laughs> back clip. We could be eliminated. <laughs> that's hilarious. Uh, okay. Should, oh, God. Should we you got to see this video, though. 
when he the when, when he re- it was his the look on his face no, when no, he no. realized but too in this video they edited it so the pause between when he heard the question and when he responded they have one of those little buffering things going <laughs> oh that's like he's funny. buffering <laughs> that's hilarious should we be concerned if chase young isn't playing week one uh i think so yeah, I think we should I mean, be concerned. So, you don't think the defense can 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 survive without Chase Young? I, I no, I don't think the concern is about the defense. It's about no, Chase it's about him. Us. Yeah, yeah, because Chase Young has had a lot of injuries and he's on his contract year. And you know when we went through this exact same thing with Deron Payne, Deron Payne came out in the field and balled out, and that's why he's still here. Well, but Chase you know, Young, I, this is the same situation. Th- this is this is the same situation that they went through uh, with. Uh, what the fuck is his name? I can't think of I can't think of his name. Anyway, they should have given Chase Young. They should have either traded him or they should have just, I don't know, ripped up his contract last year. I said this. I said this at the beginning of the season. Jay Hill laughed at me. I was like, they need to consider trading Chase Young now because it's his option year. It's his fourth year. And he was the number two pick. They're paying him a ton of money. If you trade him early before his fourth year option, you can get value for him. And obviously the defense can play well without him. And now we're stuck with him and he's probably not going to even play week one. Man, my voice go all up on shit. <laughs> <laughs> we can be eliminated. So yes, I think we should be concerned because now you're going to have to figure out how what you're going to get for him is now you're not going to get much maybe a fourth fifth round pick i don't know yeah he he came in on a whoa he he was averaging 17 million yeah man he was a number two pick he signed a four-year 71 million dollar contract yeah yeah he was the number two pick in the draft and he was rookie of the year Defensive rookie of the year. Yeah, man. It, it, that's a they that's should a, you, you they should have let him go, man. You think you could trade him and get value for him now? No, not with his 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 injury history. That's why I said trade him. That's why I said last year. I was like, trade him, do it now, because you're not going to get any more value. He's not going to be the same player now. It's I remember somebody said this. Before he even played a single game his rookie year, somebody said Chase Young ain't nothing but a new version of Jadavian Clowney. Hmm. And Clowney was the number one pick before Johnny Manziel. Yeah, so I yeah, I just uh, that's you know that's my two cents. Trey. Okay, so what was the question about Chase Young? <laughs> we could be I'll a little. Make sure I get this right. Would we be cons- would you be concerned if he's not playing week one? Oh, I thought we oh I thought we already answered. Yeah, I mean, yeah. We're, I mean, we're talking about the money. We're talking about the money that he's making now. Uh, he's still on a rookie contract. So I mean, kind of from a financial standpoint, I think the team is actually in a good spot because they don't have to pay him if he don't put out. Boss. What what oh. I mean <laughs> I got the numbers yeah. wrong. His contract was four years, contract, bro. thirty-four million. That's seventy-one. 
Yeah, I mean, but still. Yeah, but that's a stand. I mean, he's a, he's a number two overall pick, so he has a, a larger rookie contract, but it's still a rookie yeah. contract. It's not. Yeah, I think I think the it's it, not called it, what those guys Joe, make after. I think the contract Joe. that I was reading is the contract he would get if he resigned if he had a. Oh he, no, they're not paying him. They're not paying him. That yeah, he much. would he would go up to like. They already declined million. his option. He's they're yeah. not paying him nothing. Yeah, they're paying yeah. him. But they got to pay him this year, and then they should have traded out, him. Then he gets a. He gets a shiny new contract. If not, see you. Yeah, he would have made yeah. seventeen next year. Or making five. This what year. could happen is if he plays sorry enough, we could re-sign him for cheap. I don't know if that's gonna happen. Nah, still, no. I think you just cut your losses at that point. Yeah. Right. So yeah, it's a concern if he doesn't play, and it's 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 really concerning how he plays the rest of the year too. So yeah, hopefully he balls out. Uh, you know, we cut our losses. Um. Speaking about injuries, let's move on to Travis Kelsey. He may miss week one with a hyperextended knee. Um, do you think he misses more time than just one week? Hmm. Um, I don't know the history of hyperextension injuries. I know that they're not severe. Uh, but Travis Kelsey, the thing that sets him above a lot of other tight ends like Rob Gronkowski and uh, what's my name from the Chargers from like 10, 15 years ago. Uh, what's oh, his name? Tight end? Uh, 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 yeah. Uh, what's his, his name? name? Antonio or something like oh, that? Oh, Antonio Gates. Antonio Gates. Yeah, Antonio Gates. What sets him above those like pro, all pro tight ends is that he's had very, very limited injuries. Like, he's had very little injuries, I should say. He's one of those tight ends that rarely misses any games and rarely gets injured. So, I don't know. I would be a little concerned if I'm Andy Reid that uh, Travis Kelsey is going to be missing missing some time. He rarely misses any regular season time, uh, which is one of the things that sets him above a lot of other tight ends. Um, but it... Like like I said, it's a hyperextension. It's not a severe injury. I don't think anything's broken. Um, so he could be back week two, maybe you know week three, but earliest week two, I think. Yeah, hyperextended knees are typically for non-athletes. They're a little more serious, but for athletes, it's it's like a two to three week thing. And yeah, it's not it's not major. Like you don't it doesn't require surgery. It's right. it's a pretty mild. Um, injury for athletes um, I think the question becomes do the Chiefs suffer or can they do without him for three or four weeks mm. and I think the answer is yes I think they can do without I mean he's, he's really? the top target for, for Mahomes but I think he's the top to, target for Mahomes yeah, I think they can find a way to, to get some wins without him I was going to say ain't no think about that yeah, because they who else they got Juju Smith Schuster and um who else is on that who else is on the receiving core? They got that they got that stud uh running back. Yeah, but that's about it. All right. Uh Trey, you got any comments? Um, I mean, just we're on the heels of uh Shannon Sharp was on on first take calling Travis Kelsey the GOAT. I mean that I mean he I, is now that Gronk is out. Now that the Gronk is out, no, he is. No, 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 no. Tony Gonzalez. That's not the context. He said the goat. 
all time. Yeah. Like I hate, he's the, I hate him that over conversation. No, no, I highly, highly disagree. Shannon Sharp is saying this. Shannon Sharp is one of yeah. the greatest tight ends of all time. I yeah, highly I, disagree. I, I disagree. I, I'm. I don't know. I, I have to listen to that. I felt like he was talking about right now. No, he's I mean, not. The, it, he's not the goat over Rob Gronkowski, bro. Uh, nah, he's saying, dude. Tony Gonzalez. He's, yeah, no. I get it. I get it. I disagree, though. He's not saying not the, this. I disagree. This Sorry, is coming Unk. from. Sorry, Unc. I disagree. This is coming from. You know what else he said? Played that position well. You know what else he said? Yeah, but that's he's also arguing that LeBron right now should be the goat over MJ. He's wrong about that, Trey. Yeah, no. So yeah, now he's wrong. Right, he's wrong. He's wrong. He's wrong. (laughs) He's like one go, two go, one go, two go. (laughs) No, no. Here's my take. He's absolutely out of his mind. What are you talking about? (laughs) Here's my take. I think that I think that we can be eliminated. We can't have a conversation about <laughs> Travis Kelsey being the GOAT. I don't think that's a realistic conversation right now. Like, it's not a real conversation. You got too many tight ends that came I before him point, that were though, great. The point was, you know, if there is a GOAT vote in for him for somebody who's actually eligible to cast one, right? One, right? Say it's the only one. He's Say not the. He's not the. The point is, is that he's impactful enough. Yes, but he's not the. Yeah, but all he's one but, of time out, the. Time out, time out, time out, time out. No, no, no. Not whether he's the goat or not. The point is that if this guy is willing to say it, then he's impactful enough that this is huge. But mm. yeah, the, wait, wait, wait. Time out, time out. That's this, the point. The argument about football now is that the tight end position is one of the most versatile and integral parts to a quarterback's arsenal now. Not a wide receiver, a tight end. Yeah. Well, sure. Yeah. I mean, he he so, blocks. He he. Uh, you know, go but the receive. tight end role, he, he, does, the tight, he does so much. So the yeah. tight end's role has changed too over the last 15, 20 years. Like it's, it's yeah, definitely from when Shannon played the game, for sure. It's changed, right? Are you discrediting Shannon? No, nope. no, I'm not discrediting him. <laughs> uh, what I'm saying is, motherfucker. What I'm saying is <laughs> <laughs> that the argument that the that Travis Kelsey is the goat is not a real argument right now. Because he hasn't, I agree with that. He hasn't, he hasn't done that much that, yet. That 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 is a side topic. That's not the actual point, right? The question was the impact, right? That 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 had on the Chiefs, right? Yeah, yeah. I so, don't think I agree with you. So questioning the point that though. Is, no, no. is that if 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 that even can come up in a conversation and people can sit and talk about it for a little while, then that just speaks to that. This but I don't think impact. I don't think anybody can. I don't it's think that's at this point. It's yeah, I, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I don't think anybody would sit there and have a conversation about that. I think I, I most think people Stephen would, and Shane and Shark will. Well, that's because they're that's because that's clickbait too. Yeah, that's, that's clickbait. That, yeah. that that that's that's all clickbait. I, I think the reason why we can talk about that now, right now, is because Gronk hasn't been playing for two to three years. Mm-hmm. And, and before, the fact, and before Gronk, it was Tony Gonzalez who was like Tony arguably Gun- the greatest. But, but also, Kelsey just won two Super Bowls. True. So yes, now we can talk about it. And he's won two Super Bowls post Gronk. Gronk's not Gronk hasn't been in the league for almost five seasons now. So yes, now we can start to talk talk about Kelsey being the goat. But I, I he's not the goat over Gronk. The goat conversation needs to end. Period. It's just it's just a stupid conversation. It's never going to end. It's, it's not. I mean, these millennials and Gen Zs—they're always just going to keep bringing it up. Now, but here's—I wanted to—I wanted to, I wanted to uh, 
to name the wide receivers that play for the Chiefs to see if anybody like re- comes on your radar. Pause. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Jesus! Not on my radar. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Someone get a towel. All right, <laughs> number seventeen is uh Richie James. Who? <laughs> number twenty four is Sky Moore. Nah, yo. Number four is Rashi Rice. Number eight is Justin Ross. Huh? Number 19 is Kadarius Tony. Yeah. Wait, Kadarius Tony? Yeah. Is number what? Number 19. That's that's just his number. Um, his jersey number. As far oh, his jersey number. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, oh, oh, oh I thought that was a ranking. No, I'm no, like, no, no, no. that's why the Giants got rid of him. Yeah. Uh number eleven, Marquez Valdez uh, Scantling. <laughs> Uh, number eighty-four, Justin Watson. Mm. I don't okay. know any of these wide receivers. Me neither. Kelsey. Yeah, two of them. Well, three of them have been in the league for six years. And Juju in there? No, he's not. Where, where is Juju now? Juju went to. Uh, where did Juju go? Patriot? Juju? No, he where yeah, he, he went to the Patriots. He went. No, no, no. Oh. Hold on, wait, wait, wait. No, D D Hop. I mean, uh. D-Hop went to the Titans. Where did Juju go? Juju's a Patriot, bro. Yo! He signed a one-year deal with the Patriots. Oh, yeah. His yeah. career's over. <laughs> His career's over, man. Wow. All right. All right. Let's move stay on. with the Steelers. Let's move on to college football. Can I get you guys' thoughts on Coach Prime winning his first game in an upset against number 17 TCU? Do you believe now? In magic? No. <laughs> never do. Damn. Do you believe now? I mean, his son put up some crazy numbers. I think he, he looked like, fantastic. I think he threw over like seventy five percent completion rate. Like he it what was, was it like, four touchdowns for over four hundred fifty yards. Yeah, he only five hundred. Five hundred. Sorry. 500 yards. Thank you. It was like he threw for thirty six for like forty two. It was some crazy number that he threw. I want to get his actual stats. Sort of. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Shador Sanders. Spell Shador and be serious. Special door with a face. Special, face. <laughs> Special <laughs> door would be serious. Just spell it out phonetically and let Google do the rest, man. Just put Deion Sanders' son. I'm he just got put... three of them. Oh, it spelled it for me. There you go. Yeah, there you go. Like, there's no way you can spell this boy's name in, with a straight face. Hold on, hold on. <laughs> and he balled out. Like, he oh, he yeah. really did. Stats. He really did. Uh... Wait, that's his career stats. Oh, you see. Oh, here we go. All right, 2023, the first game. He was 38 of 47. God 80, dang! 80.9% completion uh, rate, 510 yards, four touchdowns. He also he against a ranked team. Yards. Against a against, ranked against the team. number 17. Against the defending number two uh, runner-up for the championship. They lost lost in the last game. game. They won one game last season, right? Didn't the Colorado win one game? Yes, and they've won one game this season. (laughs) (laughs) Touche. That was good, Trey. You see that hug that the athletes gave the Stand up, take a bow, Trey. That was good. So... My thoughts are if 
Deion Sanders can produce a winning season, he will have proven his point. And you have to pay him. They're going to pay him anyway. I feel but, like Deion Sanders, if he if he if he takes he the Buffaloes, if he takes the Buffaloes to the playoffs this year, playoffs, then um, he's going to be the football version of Shaq. He he's going to be the that guy who can basically do everything very well. Hmm. He can rap, he can act, he can do comedy, he can DJ. <laughs> this motherfucker is like Deion Sanders is literally going to be the goat of football. Here's the thing I heard about it. So they were talking about how Dion always wanted to be a coach. Like even back in the day, like his his main thing was that he wanted to coach. Hmm. And he's proven that he can coach. So hmm. what what where where's his, his limit at this point? I think the sky's the limit for him. Like he could go if he if he turns that Colorado program around. Who's to say that he can't he won't get an offer to get at one of the, the big schools? Or the NFL. Or the NFL. But I would turn the NFL no, down. No, NFL's not for him. So nah, the NFL is not for him. Yeah. He's gonna do so much better with those college kids, man. Because he's so influential. If he turns yeah. that if he turns that program around, I would pin him up against Nick Saban as the greatest college football coach. Fair. But do you think he gets a shot at a, a top ten? They were School. already in the commercial together. Affleck. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, his voice uh, is getting high again. If Dabo, yeah. if if, if, if Dabo Sweeney, if Dabo Sweeney can't help Clemson, he could go there. If Dabo Sweeney can't turn the Clemson program around, he could go there. Shit, he could go to uh, what's my name uh, at Ohio State? Mm. Shit, he could go to fucking um Michigan. John Harbaugh ain't coaching right now. He's suspended. Florida State. You could go to Florida. Well, Florida State's balling right now. They 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 uh they they upset LSU. But he couldn't go. He couldn't go to the school and do what he did at Colorado. Though he couldn't take the team with him. Basically. No, 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 no. I don't think so. He would have to use the 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 team that he's got there. I, I don't I, think that's a situation where he can just bring his team over there. Here's, here's my hypothetical for that. Like, let's say he has a good year. Like, let's say Colorado goes, how many games they play in college? 12? I think it's, yeah, something like that. Let's say they go 9-3 and three and they get into the playoffs. And they, they do decent. Like, let's say they get into the second round of the playoffs. His son balls out. That's a, that is a dramatic turnaround. Dramatic. Dramatic turnaround. His son leaves. The sky's the limit. <laughs> his son leaves. Declares for the draft. Right? What, what year is his son? Uh, he did two years at um at Mississippi uh, Jackson. Yeah, he, did, he did two years there. So he's okay. He's, so he's, he's a junior. Okay. So he declares next year. He's yeah. Out. He declares. He goes into the NFL. He he's he if he plays if he has three more games even. The sniff with his game, his first game is he's going to be a Heisman candidate. Period. Yeah. Let's say he gets through the season, he he ends the season at close to five thousand yards, throwing maybe thirty five touchdowns, six picks. He's a he's a Heisman Hit. candidate. He he goes off next year. Dion don't even have to stay in Colorado. 
He'll get job offers next year. I think I think he's staying in Colorado, even if he gets offers. You think so? He'll be there. For I a think little so. Bit. He'll be yeah. there for a minute before he moves. I, I don't else. see. I don't see him trying to, you know, fix what ain't broken. Well, I mean, you know they paid I mean? him almost thirty million dollars to be there too. Yeah, yeah. I think he stays in Colorado. He's built up a rapport there. If 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 his son goes, I, I think the players that are there now that are learning under him. It, uh, you know, I mean, it's going to be night and day as far as quarterbacks are concerned, but I can't see Prime just leaving after one year. Okay. Yeah, I think I think the contract that he signs keeps him there for like another two or three years. Yeah, yeah, for, for sure. sure. And then when they go to re- restructure or like renegotiate, he might get a better offer and go to a bigger school. Like, yeah. And then, but he could. I mean, there's two ways to look at it. He could make Colorado a bigger school because Colorado's already in the, uh, you know, the power conference. So I mean, he, they could become that's true too. Pause. That could be his, <laughs> you know, his his world. <laughs> wow. All right. Uh, more college football. Clemson loses to Duke in an upset. I think it was twenty to seven. The score. Yeah, um, man. Good gosh. Is Duke the sleeper school, or did Clemson just have a bad game? Trey needs to answer this because we already know the answer. <laughs> You're talking about Duke. I, I know. Duke. I know what Trey's going to say. Yeah, it's a Duke, Duke question. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they have, and 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 one of the biggest <laughs> things is 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 you know, and I I had a number of guys come to me and I say, hey, just go talk to him. I said, understand what he's trying to get across to you, you know, and and I think you know, I think as they go and they talk and they listen to him, it, it's it's been it's been enlightening for a lot of these guys. I mean, it's a whole different approach. Us as yeah, a coach. That's so stupid, yeah. <laughs> So you know, I, I kind of have to assimilate and get a feel for everybody. You know, Eric has an approach, and it's the way he does things, and he's not going to change and, and, and because he believes in it. When they came to you, it was just they felt like Eric was riding them too hard? Or... Whoa. Well, um, <laughs> they just were a little concerned. Yes, I am uh, intense, and I would be afraid <laughs> to the start if I didn't know him. But on top of that, one thing they do appreciate is this. I'm always going to be upfront, and I'm always going to be honest. Eric Bieniemy is is who he is. Is that our head coach? Eric Bieniemy knows who he is. That's our real head coach. Eric Bieniemy's a tough, hard-nosed coach. Wow. But also understand, I'm going to be the biggest and harshest critic, but I'm also their number one fan because I got their back, and I'm going to support them at all times. Okay. (laughs) Thanks, Trey, for that sound bite that we probably can't play. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, well, true. All right. No, but Duke, man, it's Duke, man. Duke sucks, man. And especially at football, they so they suck extra hard at football. But they won the game. John Q. There you go. Yeah. Every so, time I say Duke, you should probably cue that. So. Yes, exactly. So <laughs> you you just think that Clemson had a bad game? Yes, because Duke yeah. is. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right. Um, which is the most intriguing? Which is which is the most or more intriguing show to watch? Uh, first take with Shannon Sharp (laughs) 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 or Undisputed with Skip Bayless? Oh, this is clickbait. No one's gonna say Undisputed. (laughs) I mean, they got got Keyshawn and Michael Irvin. They got the Dallas Cowboys in there. Plus, I, I watched I watched the one with Richard Sherman on there. Man, that shit was 
hilarious to watch. You just want to see people argue a whole lot. No, I just wanted to see Richard Sherman like uh, like crack uh, niggas' heads open. Undisputed. With this narrative. You you saw what he said to Michael Irvin about about when Michael Irvin was was telling telling the ball with his body. He don't know how to catch the football. It's like Yeah. You talking to Michael Irvin. yeah, but he's also talking to Richard Sherman. Richard Sherman knows how to intercept passes. Yeah, Richard Sherman said I would have took it from you. Yeah, exactly. Richard Sherman can... knows what the fuck he's talking about. Michael Irvin well, so looks like Michael a dis- Irvin, but hey, Michael Irvin won more championships than Richard. Look, Michael Irvin is a, is the unk. Like, yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm gonna and give it to him. Richard Sherman never had to check Michael Irvin. I'm gonna so. give it to him. Gay, 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 but <laughs> I don't know. I think <laughs> Richard Sherman knows what, what, what he's talking about, too. But I he, nev- teach... he never had to check Michael Irvin. True. But I just don't know that that's... I don't, I can't, I don't, I can't play, see him... I don't play football. I don't play football, so I'm not going to really speak on it. I couldn't see him taking balls from Michael Irvin. Balls. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it when Michael I said Michael Irvin it. jumped about his chair. How are you going to tell me? Yeah, he he was he was hot under the collar. All right, let's get your votes on the most outstanding female TV sports host. Wait, who are the options? Are they... Molly. Molly is Molly, is hands one. down. Molly ain't just... What about Molly's... Sage Steele? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's out, most outstanding by She's like, most out of pocket. Definition. Out of pocket. Who else is? Who... Molly There's a... They got, wait, wait. Undisputed just got Rachel, right? They got her now. Wait, no, I thought she was with... Uh... Rachel who? Nichols? No, yeah, Rachel the redhead. on there. The redhead. She is? She she's is. She is. No, I'm telling you, like, Molly is like... I didn't know that. Yeah. Okay, I thought she was with the, the Washington Commanders now. Mm-hmm. I had read that. M- Molly handles all of those, you know, uh, personalities Niggas? well. Oh, huh? Wow. Uh, what about had, like uh, Lisa Salters? All those personalities. but but Le- Lisa Salters and them type of folks are just like sideline reporters who just report what the story is. Like Molly can actually input like some nice opinion and and like she be checking them on some fat. Like Molly's like on it. What yeah, about so, what's my what's my homegirl in the NBA? Point, oh oh I know who you're talking about. The lady who does the uh the commentary. Yeah. Um. Yeah, 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 yeah. So wait, let me let me read you the cast. Uh, let me read you is the that cast. Lisa Salters? No, that's not Lisa Salters. That's uh, she's a former uh, Doris Burke. Doris Burke. Burke. Yes, yeah. No, Doris, Doris Burke. Burke is. Yeah, she. That's uh, that's gonna be point. my. That's my number one. Doris Burke is on point. Let yeah. me read you the cast of Undisputed, right now. So, Skip Bayless, Keyshawn Johnson, Michael Irvin, Rachel Nichols, Richard Sherman, Little Wayne. They just trying to. Oh yeah, Lil Wayne did a song or something for him too. He's a cast member, bro. He has a segment on Skip the show. Skip is trying to stack. <laughs> he's <laughs> trying to. He's trying to show he's not racist. And Josina Anderson. Those he's are the not, cast members bro. of. Skip, Skip's Undisputed. not racist. He's just. No, nah, I know he's not. He's not just. Yes, he's very. He's very ignorant. Yeah, um, I'll tell you who I who who I'm taking out though is uh, Malika Andrews. Taking she, her out. She, yeah, no, she's, she's, I'm not putting her in there. She's, okay. Yeah, I like Doris Burke. I like she's uh, herself, and she I, I like Doris because Doris knows she she, she always she like, knows exactly what she's she's talking about. about. I, I like, like Katie Nolan. Katie Nolan is a very good analyzer. What about um Shannon? I mean, uh, uh, Sharon uh, Miller. Cheryl Miller. Cheryl, I, mean, I said Sharon. Sharon Miller's, are, you know, Cheryl right. Miller's knowledgeable, but 
I don't know if she's as good of a, a presenter or whatever as Doris Burke, though. But we're, we're doing two different things. Like, you're talking about, like, basically anchors versus, like, commentators, right? Because Cheryl's a commentator. So is Doris Burke. That was but Doris. Molly isn't. She's a she's a host. She's like yeah, a Yeah, I thought anchor. she used the word host. That's why I came up with Molly. I like Katie no, the Nolan. Is outstanding. Well, it's, it does say host. Yeah, you're right. When we talk about yeah. best state personality. Well, we can all say not Malika Andrews. Definitely. Wow. Definitely. Yeah. Players she's, like her. She's a mess. Nah. Okay. Let's move on. I mean, she's fine, but that's about it, really. Uh, she, she's Her attitude sucks. And then... What about Erin Andrews? She's not a reporter. Well, yeah, she is a reporter. She's... Yeah, she's I a like reporter. Aaron. Does interviews. Hannah Storm. What about... Hannah uh, Storm should be the GOAT. Hannah Pam, Storm is like Pam, um, Pam uh, what's her name? Oh, she Pam Oliver. Up. Pam, Pam Oliver. Oliver was always like a sideline reporter, right? Yeah, but she always looks like she she's just getting over a hangover, man. Oh. She always looks like the game is being played in a very windy environment. Like, this is Leon like Jackson. Every this time I see her, she just woke up. There's also Linda Cohn. There's a lot. There's Linda a few. Yeah, I won't say a lot. There's a few. I won't say a lot. Lindsay Zarniak. I don't think she's doing much reporting right now. But if I had to. Uh, she was. She was. Uh, she's from here. She went to um, what school did she go to around here? I can't remember. Uh, Jamel yeah. Hill. But Jamel yeah, Jamel. Jamel she's not got really on TV though. She, she got blackballed. She kind of stood up to the. She did. You know, the I think my. I, think I like that show she had with Michael though. Uh, Michael, what's the guy? He gone too. What happened to that guy? He used to be on all oh, ESPN. I know who you're talking about. He's gone. Yeah, his name is Michael I think something. he got caught up similarly to her, right? I mean, he he got caught in her in her win, her world I win. Think so. Yeah, oh, and, yeah. and uh, <laughs> Pam Oliver's world win. Oh God! <laughs> oh, 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 I see what you did there. Aha! Ching ching! Yeah, right. Molly Molly Karam and uh, Doris Burke are my yeah. top two. I'll, I'll give that. Um, all right. Is anyone watching Team USA right now? In uh, oh Jesus, no, I'm not. Um, I, mean, I have dude, no choice but to watch their gymnastics because my daughter has on everything. No, he, I, I think that was a basketball question. Oh, okay. yeah. Does anybody even know the players that are on that team? Yeah, the main one is Anthony Edwards. Well, Anthony Edwards is balling out in the boy Brandon the Ingram, Brandon Ingram, and um, Josh Hart, the boy who just signed the uh, Austin with the Reeves with the Lakers. Uh, what's his Austin, name? Austin Reeves? Yeah, I mean the the standout is Anthony. Paulo Ban Paulo Bancaro, Dylan Brooks. The, you know, you know what the interesting no, thing about Dylan Brooks is not on that team. <laughs> oh, he's playing for China. My bad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the interesting thing about the about the tournament that they're in right now is all the NBA players that are playing for other teams that are balling out for these other countries. Like yeah. uh, your man uh, Clarkson, he put up like twenty points in like, yeah. two minutes or something crazy the other day. By the way, I was today years old when I found out Josh Hart from Silver Spring. He is. Yeah, I did not know he was from Silver Spring. Okay, shout out to Silver Spring. Who's playing for Waldorf? <laughs> Jay Hill, aka Kyrie. That's why he's here right, right now. That's why so, no, so nobody. And nobody. Steve Kerr is the head coach. Uh, what's his name? Eric Spolster is an assistant. Uh, Teron Lou, Grant Hill. Even them niggas can't get them to win. They they're not doing bad. They in the, they they, they lost they, their first game, right? They lost the first game. They lost the other day, but they've been winning. Okay, they they're like in you know you you're you're granted a loss here and there like to get it to the the world championship, 
Yeah, Anthony Edwards balling. Jalen Brunson he's is balling. balling, bro. He's balling. But I'm not watching those games. I'm not staying until four o'clock. I'm gonna watch them games. Nah, me neither. Okay. I'm not watching that shit. It's not the Olympics. I'm cool. Like it's just the this is the the playoffs, the tryout tryouts for the Olympics. I ain't I ain't got time for that. Um, and then True. you know, honestly, that roster could change when the Olympics come around. Like them, they they can pick up like some bona fide like superstars to play in the in the Olympics. I don't know if they will, but they can. So. Uh, I, I'm not interested in in that right now. Uh, let's move on to the the and things portion of the show, and I'm gonna I'm gonna lead it off with the question that John put in here. Uh, what is a reason for wearing sunglasses indoors? <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely nothing. Drugs. <laughs> well, yeah, drugs. Yeah, I think that was the original reason. Like. My because question is, why do you think that makes you look cool? That's what I want to know. Because it doesn't. These nuts. <laughs> I want. That's what I want to know. Why? I don't think that makes you look cool at all. Do you remember that commercial? Um, I think it was for like Budweiser or Bud Light, where there's a group of people at a table and one guy's wearing sunglasses, and the waitress comes up to him and says, uh, "Do you guys want something?" Uh, you guys want a beer? He's like, he's like, you want a Bud Light? He goes, oh, no, no, no. I'll, I'll take one of those uh, other cheap drinks. And he goes, uh, well, Bud Light is probably better. You probably know that if you could read the ingredients by taking off your sunglasses. <laughs> he's like, well, I'm wearing sunglasses because it's light outside. And she's like, it's midnight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't see a point. And I know that some people think they look cool when they do it, but it just makes me not want to yeah. talk to you. Like, I don't want to be seen talking to a person that wears sunglasses. Oh. <laughs> Go ahead and bleep that out, please. I used to, uh, I, no, it's staying in. <laughs> uh, I, I used to, uh, who was it that I used to see? Every time I saw him coming, I'm not going to name but every time I would see him coming into a venue with sunglasses on, I'd be like, yeah, I'm out. Like I would just, I would just peace out for the night. Like I don't even want to start a conversation with this nigga. Like I'm good. Like and because it's 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 the perception that you are cool that makes you think that you can just yeah. walk up and say anything at that point. And it's like that's not what this is, bro. Like, I mean, I used to when I used to go to the clubs and I used to see niggas rolling up on girls wearing sunglasses. I'm like, bro, like she's no not gonna video? pay. What the fuck? She's not gonna pay attention to you wearing sunglasses. Like if you high. Just show them how red your eyes are. She might want to get high with you. She may. Like, why are you trying to hide it? Why are you trying to hide it? Maybe from the cops. <laughs> I get I get that, I guess, but then you maybe you shouldn't be outside. Like if you, True. If you, if you like just stay home if you're gonna do that. What's Trey's answer? I don't know. I don't know what <laughs> Trey don't... <laughs> I don't know. Trey is Ron Rivera right now. We can't he can't answer because we could be eliminated. Jay Hill wears sunglasses at night sometimes. Oh God! We wear sunglasses. That's why. He's, that's why he's not on here. Not no, not we. He. He can't. Well, he can't. Jay Hill wears sunglasses a bit. <laughs> <laughs> Ask an R and B singer. That should be a new segment. Ask an R and B. That should singer. be that. Well, that's a new Jay segment. Jay Hill questions like this. Yeah, why okay. do you wear? You know why what? do y'all wear Done. sunglasses at night? <laughs> Ask Done. an R and B singer. Uh, that is that is done. Right. Here, here, wait, <laughs> before I get into this, we get into the sports and things news. I want to ask you guys a question. Just I put it in there, but it's at the bottom. But I want to throw it in before the news. Do you pick John McCall 
or John Wick? Uh, wait, who's John McCall? <laughs> Equalizer. I'm John Wick because I don't know who John McCall is. Equalizer. Denzel. Oh, oh, wait, this is Jay Hill right here. <laughs> Night at the Roxbury? What? No, no you don't know the song? You don't know the song, Trey? Oh, he's, I forgot. Trey's, Trey's in, still in high school. <laughs> Trey's still 17. <laughs> next time, um, next time you got to cue it up so we won't hear that double intro. You, gotta... you know what's funny? <laughs> I've seen the first two equalizers and I forgot that was his name. <laughs> yeah, they they say it, but like it's not like a. It, I don't be paying attention to his name. They never they never say the equalizer ever once. They never say he. Yeah, you know. Uh, you know what, man? I'm gonna tell you. I would compare. John McCall and John Wick to Arnold Schwarzenegger and Sylvester Stallone. Fair. John Wick to me is Sylvester Stallone because if you watch all of the Sylvester Stallone films in the 80s, all the fighting films, the Rambo films, mm-hmm. Sylvester Stallone is he is doing realistic shit. He's trying to fight at least one person and even when he does fight one person, you see he gets hurt Sometimes he gets stabbed. Um, sometimes he gets shot in the leg or shot in the arm, but he just keeps going. When Arnold Schwarzenegger is in a fighting film, he can shoot 20 niggas and never get shot at and, and never get shot once. True lies. And that's like John McCall. Like Arnold Schwarzenegger is John McCall and what's his name? Uh, Ar- uh, um, shit. John Wick. John Wick is a. Uh, 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 Sylvester Stallone. You know, I I see your point because the argument I would make is that if you put them up against each other, John McCall wins because he doesn't get hit. He never gets hit. Like even when he got he got shot in the first movie, he he sealed his his bullet went up with some honey. Like he, he wanted some honey. Yeah. <laughs> like, like John Wick got shot, scratch. and he literally just had to like. Ty Windsor not around his arm to keep the John, blood from <laughs> in, in John Wick two in John Wick two he gets shot <laughs> he gets shot a lot and the, the 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 fact that he has on that bulletproof suit is the reason yeah. why he doesn't die right like right that's realistic the, but the thing is the thing that's unrealistic is none of these niggas ever aim for his head like he's never wearing anything on top of his that's head that's the like, thing that <laughs> I've always wondered why don't these motherfuckers shoot at their heads. Cause he's always aiming for somebody's head. Like he's he's doing two and two. He's two and shots. And Denzel Washington ain't that fast. How can he, you miss? He's not that fast. You know what? But he is fast. I would argue that John McCall is fast because is he? He is because if you watch if you watch the film, he's he's timing out how fast he's going to get around the room. So in the first one, he says when he goes into the scene and he he closes the door and he says. He looks at everybody and he says, 16 seconds. That's how many, that's how long it's gonna take him to kill seven. But I people. just mean physically, when you watch him, he doesn't look like he's fast. He doesn't. I think that's the unassuming part because when people see John McCall or they see John McCall in the movie, it's like, who's this old black dude that's gonna come yeah. in and tell him to do? And then it's like, kills- what's his name in Predator? Um, what's my man's name from Lethal Weapon? Oh, uh uh Danny Glover. Danny Glover in Predator. <laughs> I got the rigs. <laughs> <laughs> I got you. 
<laughs> did not look like he was fast in that movie. But yeah, I, I think that's the that's the unassuming part. It's like he doesn't look fast. He looks old, and then when he, he he's actually the train killer. He's he not like a train me. killer. He's the train killer. And yeah. John Wick John Wick's a train killer, but he's going in guns blazing. And McCall is like, I need to get out of here as fast as possible. I'm so, going with John Wick, man. I just I'm I going like, with John Wick. It's just, he just seems more realistic to me. I think, but if you put him up against John McCall, he dies. Yeah. With a staple of guns. I don't know. Yeah, okay. Maybe. Trey don't have a dog in his fight. No, he don't. Uh, was that supposed to be ironic? They killed John Wick's dog? Ha <laughs> Oh, wow. He peeped it. Yeah. All right. I guess Let's move on to John Lane. The question presents. is, what did the equalizer do to John Wick to piss him off before he started going in his killing spree? You know? Hmm. I couldn't think of anything that John McCall would do he that would actually his piss. Fish. John McCall <laughs> wouldn't do anything to piss off John Wick because he's like a nice guy at heart. He'd have to be yeah. in the room when something bad happened, and he'd be like a a part of the reason that John Wick is killing people, and he'd have to. There, there's no real reason for those two to meet in this made up world that we made up for this as argument. <laughs> so on that note, John Lane <laughs> presents. The Sports and Things News. All right, Mr. Turner, I'm John Lane, and this is the Sports and Things News. Yay. On Tuesday, September 5th, 2023, and we're going to start locally, a Prince George's County police officer is under investigation. He's been suspended from the force. Uh, he's under investigation from a video that went viral that shows the police officer engaging with the young woman. Uh, and the the video shows the officer parked in a parking lot, and apparently there are some kids around. You can't really see the kids, but there's like you can see whoever took the video. A kid like walks by or something like that. But anyway. Uh, a very, very young woman is seen sort of engaging with the police officer. It looks like they're kind of making out. Um, and then as the video goes on, the girl walks to the back of his police cruiser, gets in the back seat, which is what you're supposed to do when you're under arrest, but there are no handcuffs on the girl. She gets in the back Yet. seat and then the police officer follows. <laughs> <laughs> police officer follows into the back seat with her. Um, and then I think the video uh, cuts out or something like that. That's convenient. Um, and apparently, this is not the first time this officer has been in trouble. He was uh, uh, he was in trouble, and uh, I think he was charged but not convicted of child abuse back in 2016. So uh, he's unrelated. definitely under under yeah, uh, totally unrelated. So he's under investigation now for this video. Uh, that came out in Prince George's County, Maryland. Um, he's a big dude, too. He's like, I don't know. He's just got like, he, he's a big dude. Um, <laughs> a very unfortunate situation on a Delta flight. Uh, a Delta flight that was headed to from Atlanta to Barcelona had to turn around uh, and land back in America because a man on a flight crapped all over the aisle. He had explosive diarrhea on the flight, literally diarrhea stained 
all over the plane. Well, I guess he had breakfast in America instead of breakfast in Barcelona. (laughs) (laughs) It's funny that you mentioned that. That's the name of a playlist that I actually have. It's called Breakfast in Barcelona. Um, But yeah, the Delta flight had to turn around and head back to America. There are photos that are on TMZ.com of the passenger who had explosive diarrhea on Friday that was headed to Barcelona, had to turn around, head head back to America. Uh, It was posted by a user who goes by Zansby Swanson. Um, Zansby Swanson is a player for the Atlanta Braves, which is Trey's favorite team. Um, (laughs) To beat. But uh, it shows... It shows somebody walking down an aisle of an airplane. Don't do that again, Dennis. Don't do that again. <laughs> good, 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 good. He wasn't fast enough. I, I, I know. Uh, they capture <laughs> the TMZ narrative says, indeed, they capture all the disgusting doo-doo that was left behind on the floor. And it looks like quite a long trail of liquid feces, which the cabin crew attempted to cover up with paper towels. But uh, unfortunately, they didn't have enough to uh, enough coverage to hide this carnage That's hilarious um according to the map they got pretty far before they turned around uh i'm looking at the map I'm trying to see exactly where they went it looks like they were headed north so they got to i think they turned around at around west virginia the west virginia virginia border which is pretty far north so they had to turn the plane around go back and I'm guessing they had to either catch a later flight or they just switched switched planes. I don't know, but a very unfortunate situation. I that was my biggest fear. Listen, I got salmonella poisoning one time in Germany. I was getting ready to board a flight from Germany because I had breakfast at a TGI Fridays in Germany. <laughs> biggest mistake of my life. I'll never do that again. And oh, you're if not going any- anywhere, buddy. If anybody has had has had uh, salmonella poisoning, then you are probably this dude on the plane because that's exactly what it feels like. It's almost incontrollable, and the moment that you feel like you got to do something, you better head your ass literally, head your ass into the bathroom because something's about to happen. So, I feel for the guy, and uh, yeah, I hope that uh, he doesn't get banned from Delta. Hey, by the way. Little known fact, most people don't know this, but Delta is actually an acronym. Oh, I didn't know that. What does it stand for? Don't expect luggage to arrive. So in other news, uh, (laughs) Bob Barker has passed away. Yes, I saw that. Rest in peace to the legendary, iconic game show host. Uh, Bob Barker was uh, 99. And the irony is that Bob Barker was the closest to get to a dollar without going over. Uh, His cause of death. That's not even a real version. No, it's not. That was the that was the quick the quick find version. 
That's the real version. Um, his <laughs> cause hurry and find something virgin. <laughs> his cause of death has been revealed. Uh, it's a result of Alzheimer's disease, hmm. and this is a story out of TMZ. According to his death certificate, the 99-year-old Price's right icon suffered Alzheimer's, something he's never addressed publicly before. Uh, and it's unclear exactly how long he battled the disease, but doctors oh. say his death came years after his Alzheimer's began. And there's a uh, there's a photo of him coming out of an ambulance, I think. Uh, I'm not sure when this photo was taken. It looks like it was taken back in 2018. Uh, but you can see he's very frail. Uh, looks very fragile, um, and he's on a he's on a stretcher heading into the emergency room. He suffered multiple falls over the years, had minor battles with skin cancer, took two trips to the hospital for issues with his back, and he's one of those guys that uh, was never spayed and neutered. Ba-doom-tsh. TMZ okay. broke the story. Uh, Bob's reps told us uh, he died peacefully in his Los Angeles home on August 26th, and his passing has been met with an outpour of love across the globe. And um, finally, uh, Beyonce, who is continuing on her uh, massive tour, she celebrated her birthday with another packed Los Angeles concert. Um, A lot of celebrities were there, uh, including who I believe should be one of the queens of soul now that Aretha Franklin has passed. Aretha Franklin will always be the queen of soul. But the other queen of soul should be Diana Ross. And Diana Ross made an appearance on stage with Beyonce, which I thought was pretty fucking epic. Um, The sold-out crowd and Beyonce got an exciting surprise when Diana Ross hit the stage to sing Happy Birthday along with all the fans. Bay was rightfully emotional after Diana's gift, shouting out, Give it up for the queen! Other faces in the crowd included couples like Jeff Bezos and Lauren Sanchez, Justin and Haley Bieber, Adele, Winnie Harlow, Vanessa Bryant, Tom Sandoval, um, Kiki Palmer, Zendaya, Chris Rock, Queen Latifah, Carrie Washington, and Meghan Markle. Uh, Beyonce also brought out Kendrick Lamar to perform the remix of their collab, America Has a Problem, but the sound guy forgot to turn off turn on his mic. So you couldn't hear him for half of his verse. So he's probably fired. I'm John Lane. That's supposed to dance now. How does John find a way to dog a sound man in the sports league? <laughs> <laughs> I always find a way to do it. Gotcha. <laughs> gotcha, bitch. <laughs> I saw I saw a crazy stat about uh Beyonce's tour. She did the last eleven shows she did, she made like $157 million or some crazy number like that. Gotcha, bitch. She's oh, also she's making about twelve million dollars a night. So, damn, God dang, that's twelve crazy. million a night. That's that's with the average ticket of two hundred dollars and the average seating of being about sixty thousand people. That's so, not even including merch. Not including merch. Not including VIP seating. God, yeah, she's she's making a they. Uh, they said Beyonce's tour could easily out earn Taylor Swift's Eras tour by five hundred million dollars by the time it's done. Damn. Yeah, she's she she's she rules right now, man. 
She does. She she she's the queen. She reigns supreme. So shout hey, out by to the way, you know that you know that chip, the one chip challenge that Amir did. Oh yeah, somebody died. I'm sorry, doing what? that challenge. Yeah, some kid died. I should have put that in my story. What's the Fourteen year old kid died from what? From eating the chip. I mean, what what killed him? The heat. It just says a Massachusetts teen is dead after eating an incredibly spicy chip. That's the subject of a viral challenge. Jeez. Probably wonder... some with the pepper. You know those that that they're saying pepper. the cause of death is still is still pending. Yeah, but those aren't peppers real peppers are though. Technically poison, man. And that's, are... that's chemicals in those chips, bro. Yeah, that's, it's not. That's not real. There's nothing but chemicals. There's no real ingredients in there. Wow. Yeah, I don't know a, why people eat. I, I don't know why Amir did that. Oh, because I, I I dared him to. And oh. then... <laughs> Because he was talking all this shit in the in the gas station, and I saw it, I saw it, and he was like, you know, um, Amir, aka Odyssey, and Richard, aka DJ Unknown, are known to be the dudes who eat the spiciest shit in the world when we go out on tour. They Very always true. talk about how nothing spicy is not hot enough, and, and why they sitting there sweating bullets while they eating this shit. They're like, it's not really hot. I'm like, you remember that time, John? We were in Nashville. Yes, we went to that chicken spot. That yes. Chicken spot. And they, they, that chicken was so hot that the chicken was red. The chicken was red. And I remember going to the chicken. I didn't eat with y'all because me and Olivia went to the ve- the vegetarian spot and we came yeah. back. We, when y'all had y'all chicken, we mm-hmm. went back to the Airbnb we were staying at. And then we went to like a jam session. We went somewhere. And we came back afterwards and Amir ate that chicken cold and he was in the kitchen sweating, eating that fucking chicken. Talking about, it's not hot. He was sweating, yeah. eating cold chicken. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. the title. He was sweating. <laughs> <laughs> like, you're not gonna tell me the chicken's not hot, bro. Like you sitting there sweating bullets. You ain't warming up or nothing. It's, you, he always sweating. he always says that. He always so, says shit ain't ain't hot enough. Right. So when he I, when he he kept saying it, and I was like, you know, it just it just it just burnt. It just grinded my gears to know that he couldn't get. Rich actually, DJ Unknown actually does say something is hot he's like oh no this shit is hot but i can take it yeah oh, it's like and then you know like amir and the other the other thing about amir is that he really doesn't sweat a lot he can jump around on yeah. stage for hours yes. and he doesn't sweat yeah and he's always like oh man he's like a he's like a a human like he's an alien bro he's a human like towel or something <laughs> he just doesn't sweat like he just absorbs yeah. all the sweat so when i saw the chip in the gas station i was like he's not gonna eat i'm first of all, i was like he's not gonna eat this chip he, he did sweat on this past tour, though. I will say that. Yeah, but he doesn't eat a lot of junk food either. Like he's not like a junk food dude. But he isn't. Not like not like he won't. He won't. But let me rephrase that. Man, I be seeing him eating them chips. I see him when he he eats. does eat huh? chips. He does eat chips. So or crisp, if depending on what part of the world you're at. But he right. eats, he eats. But I saw it, and I was like, he's not going to eat it. Mm. And I was like, he I'm a dare. It. I'm a dare him to eat it. And I'm gonna buy it. I'm gonna buy it and dare him to eat it. And then he sat there. If you if you go to our Instagram pages, our respective Instagram pages, you can see this chip challenge that he eats this chip. And, and oh, he, he was dying. He seconds. said he said he almost vomited. He vomited three times before we went on stage yeah. that night. Yeah. But when he's eating the chip, he's talking shit. He's like, "This chip ain't hot," and he eats the whole chip. Yeah, and that's I, how they get you. Yeah, I was like, because it doesn't hit you for like thirty seconds. And then when it hit him, he was looking for a glass of milk, mm-hmm. and that ain't help. And then he was, and then his eyes started hurting. And then you know that's the story. So, how much I, I had to pay you Trey to try that chip? 
Negative, not going down. There's not enough money in the world to try the chip. Man, it, it would be suffering, man. I don't, I don't mess with that crazy stuff. Get your stomach <laughs> all upset, nah, brother. <laughs> nah, oh, no, no, my brother, you got to get your own. Your own. <laughs> oh, he lost again. Oh my gosh. All right, what? TFO is down right now. He's down six Aww. five in the third set. Yeah. All right, let's move on. Uh, Sports things, artist of the week. Uh, Trey, you go first. Um, my artist of the week is an album of the week because everyone, well, everyone here knows the artist. When I say sunlight, yes. For for our for both our listeners though, I will go into a little bit of detail. Um. This is Herbie Hancock's album, Sunlight. Um, it was a kind of a step away from his usual uh, jazz. So, like, it's sandwiched in between a VSOP album, which is basically the Miles Davis uh, second great quintet, like those guys, um, and Freddie Hubbard. And, uh, Freddie Herbert. and then the album right after this was... An evening with Herbie Hancock and Chick Corea in concert. Just people. Uh, Ooh, piano yeah. Music. Yes, so I have that album. This is right in between that. He does like a funk R&B album singing on vocoders. So um, some great uh, uh, features and uh, Jackal Pastorius on bass on one of the songs, Dennis. Uh, it had Harvey Mason and Tony Williams on drums on some of the music there, uh, John. Yes, sir. For Jay Hill, he used a high, uh, Sennheiser VSM 201 vocoder uh, for his vocals. Um, and uh, yeah, uh, I know this album is special to John because uh, uh, Jay Dilla used um, Come Running to Me to uh, sample for uh, Slum Village. So, mm -hmm. um, you know, so th there's that too. Uh, but it's a very cool, like, R&B type of album, but from a jazz cat. Now, later we would know Herbie Hancock to go on to do a whole lot more, like, breakdancing, just all kind of stuff. But um, this was uh, Groundbreaking a, a really time, dope, know. like, pop-ish, R&B-ish kind of album from, from a jazz guy. So Yeah. Um, well, our, jazz cats can make R&B records, man. I don't know why they... The, the, yeah, but the... people don't know, so... We got to tell them. That's the that's the story behind um why the record label didn't want Quincy Jones to do Michael Jackson's records. Yeah, he can't make it. He can't make it. They wanted they wanted the dudes in Philly to do it. What's and it? Mike, what's their names? Uh, um, uh, Huff and uh, not Gamble. Yeah, Huff. Gamble and Huff. Because they did they did the Jackson stuff. They did yeah. going places and all that stuff. And he was like, yeah. Yeah. yeah, but then he would have sounded just like he sounded exactly. Like, so it, he needed that change. And boy, did they find out though. I mean, Mike mm -hmm. Mike had the relationship with Quincy because of the Wiz. He, the knew, he, knew, yeah. he knew Quincy could do it. So he was like, you know, you listen to the music from the Wiz. It's like Quincy's like, record. They're like, nah, Quincy's too jazzy. And Michael fought for Quincy, and that's the, that's yeah. the history that, you know. All right. Uh, John, your artist of the week. Woo. Okay. Um, I've had this artist before. And uh, this is Devin Morrison. Once again, he's one of my favorite artists since 2019 uh this guy he truly lives in the 80s and 90s uh an incredible musician phenomenal producer great songwriter and this is a new song that came out uh, a couple days ago called too far gone 
He's getting his Steve Winwood, uh, David Bowie, Human League on with this one. He's playing all the instruments, all the vocals. This is like my shit. This is the type of stuff that I want to play on tour with somebody. He's, I told you, you sound like David Bowie, man. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, he does on this. <laughs> so, yeah, that's my artist of the week, Devin Morrison. And by the way, go to his Instagram page. You might have to search, but he's been doing these little commercial ad snippets where he takes old school commercials. Like there's a there's a commercial for um what's that women's uh it's like dark and lovely or something like yeah. that random type of thing. Yeah he takes commercials like that but he puts his own music over it and it's all 90s 80s and 90s influence. He changes the lyrics but it's fucking amazing what he's yeah. what he's doing right now. He's like my favorite artist. You know right why? Now. Cause he's too fuck. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> you Good know, one. I was uh I was asked a question the other day about uh artists that I would like to see perform live, and I was like, everybody that I want to see is dead, for the most part. Like, yeah, yeah. I would I would go watch the Yellow Jackets, but it would have to be a very it would have to be like a one night only with all the original members of the Yellow Jackets. I don't want to see the installment they got going out now because yeah. um, Jimmy Haslam's been gone for like 10 years. Yeah. Um, but I will make a uh, an exception to that comment. And I would say I would love to go see a Devin Morrison show because I feel like yeah, but every except song... Devin doesn't use a band. He, like when he first started touring, he was opening up for Moonchild and it was just him. I mean, still, but like the, the songs, every song that I've heard him do, yeah, he's a dope ass song. So it's like, yeah. I would, I would love I would to, like see to see what he does Devin with Morrison a band. With a band, yes, me too. Same. Make that happen. Make that happen. Same. You can. As a matter of fact, as a matter of fact, exactly. As a matter of fact, Devin, why don't you call me and Dennis? <laughs> don't, don't don't call Trey. Leave Trey out. <laughs> Unless we do fuck the police. <laughs> don't call Jay because he's gonna wear sunglasses to rehearsal and shit. I don't <laughs> All right, my artist of the week um, is a surprise to some. <laughs> yeah. But I heard this song at a gig the other day, and I was like, holy shit, it's dope. It's Michelle and Degio Cello. Uh, she did an album of covers from the 80s and the 90s. Um, I forgot what the, the name of the record's called, though. Uh, hold up. Uh, it's called Ventriloquism. Yeah. And... So she did a couple. So she did Funny How Time Flies, too, I think. She did she a couple. Did Night songs. and Day. Night and Day. Waterfalls. But most of the songs sound like this song. But this is the song Tender I heard. Tender Love. In the store. And I was like, well, it was at, it was at my man Sam Prater's gig at Bronze for um, DC Jazz Fest. Shout out to Sam Prater for doing a set there. But he played this song on his playlist. And I was like, this is actually kind of dope. So shout out to Michelle and Diggio Cello. For um, this record, and go check it out if you get a chance. This is dope record. Uh, let's do others of the week: movies, documentaries. Wait, books. we gotta do Jay Hills. Oh, what's his? Um, it's the Neptunes, I believe. Oh, I saw that in the chat. Uh, but he just 
Yeah, I don't think there's a particular song. I think he's he's, he he's, does now. He doesn't come. He just pastes the uh, pause song. And Damn! He, wow. I don't even want to. I don't even want to <laughs> use that button. Push the button. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, that's uh, not. Yeah, that's yours. Why is that I, still playing? Yeah, that's weird. Oh, I know why. My the bad. Neptunes. So Jay's pick of the Neptunes. That, that was a record that came out that they put out. Or that them put out. Somebody put out a record for the Neptunes. Um, for some reason it's not playing. Uh, because the link. Oh, I see why. The the link that he gave me is not a real link. That's why it's not playing. Okay. Oh, it's a playlist. Yeah. It would been so nice if he was here to explain it. Well, it's the Neptunes. Yeah, it's the Neptunes. You know, it's all songs produced by the Neptunes. Anybody oh, sorry, that, why he by, that was that was produced by Marvin Gaye. Sorry. Oh, oh, oh. oh. <laughs> hey, by the way, this song. Did you know that this song was written for Prince? Really? Yeah. Pharrell said he wrote this for Prince, but Prince said he didn't want it. But I'm like, <laughs> who writes a song for Prince? Like, Prince don't take songs from people. I don't like want that. that shit. That's true. Yeah. And then he probably went to the studio and made a better version of it. Because <laughs> that's how petty he was. <laughs> you know what? I do that myself. I do have a, um, a, a Neptune story um, that I'll tell since Jay Hank wow, here to tell his story. So, shout the- out to Pusha T. My my man Dre, well, our friend Dre that, that joined us, he mm-hmm. he's uh, on the road um, doing tour manager stuff, working with Push. Oh, word! That's crazy. Oh, wow! That's dope. Yeah. Well, he's back now. They were in Europe. He's back now. Now he's working with University of Maryland. Football. Did he take a band with him, or he just took a DJ? I know Push used to have a band back in the day because Aaron nah, Hardy used to play for him. Have a band? I didn't. That did I saw. They yeah, went Aaron. to Europe. Were they in Europe? They were in Europe. Yeah. 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 Okay. I think I did see about that. So I was going to tell it. So a couple of years ago, uh, Odyssey and Good Company did the North Sea Jazz Festival uh, in Rotterdam. And I think you guys went to go see uh, Blake Smith? No. Um, Blake. Uh... <laughs> shut, shut up, yo. Uh, what's the singer's name? James Blake? James Blake, yeah. I went to go see James Blake, and I went to go see Pharrell in the other hangar. And... I stood there for about 45 minutes to an hour and listened to this fool just run off hits. Every song he played was a hit record. Yeah. Like the show that niggas got a lot. It left a lot to be desired visually. He had dances and all that stuff and he had a band and he was singing, but he wasn't really doing anything that was like oh shocking. But the fact that he could he could like just run off like 20 songs that were hit records that he did for other people for an hour and he still had another hour to go before I even decided to like leave. I thought that was incredible. He they have the Neptune, and then he brought out um he didn't bring out uh Chad, he brought out the other one, the the black guy. Oh uh yeah, damn, I can never remember his name. Yeah, it was the other Neptune guy. He he brought him out and he rapped. Oh he he like hype man for him for a couple songs. Um yeah. but it wasn't like it it was an impressive discography of music that he that he he went through. In that in that time period, and I was just sitting there like I was I was at, actually at the sound at the sound um the PA um setup just listening. I think his name is Shay or something yeah, like that. Uh, yeah, Shay, Shay. So yeah, shout out to the Neptunes. 
you know, and shout out to uh, Pharrell and his new Louis Vuitton line. That's crazy. Yeah. Can't afford nothing on it, but it's dope. <laughs> uh, all right, let's move on to uh, others of the week. Movies, documentaries, TV shows, books, whatever you, you're watching, listening to this week. Trey? Um, so uh, this is a couple years old, but um, I just watched it a few weeks ago. Um, the, they did a Kennedy Center um, Honors Mark Twain Prize for Dave Chappelle. Oh, yeah, I was, I was special. there. Um, you know, it, it was featuring. John, weren't you there too? Featuring Fred Young. Nah, for the after party. Nah, I wasn't there. Oh, uh-huh. you went to <laughs> one of them though, right? I went to the one at Blues Alley after the uh, black. Um, what, what's the thing they have every September? The the the, the convention. Oh, the, the uh, oh, the black CBC. Caucus. Yeah, yeah. Black Caucus. Yeah, Black Caucus. Okay. Black Caucus. Oh God. Black Caucus. Yeah, we did the um, we did the after party oh. for Dave Chappelle's Mark Twain <laughs> at at uh, Cafe Milano Caucus that year. <laughs> well, anyway, it was, it was star studded. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it 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 was funny. I mean, like, and it was it was a I don't know. It was cool to like it got to see kind of like another side of Dave Chappelle. See people talk about him, kind of see like his the, the whole way they put it together. I really enjoyed it. Yeah. So. Um, it's Yo, worth checking out. Dave you know. is a really cool person, man. Like, if you if you ever get a chance to talk to him, like he's super cool. He's he's kind of like introverted a little bit, but he's 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 cool. Like, you know, we did we did we did his Mark Twain, and we did uh, John Stewart's Mark Twain. And Mark, when we did mm. John Stewart's, um, he actually played drums with us, and that was the joke in itself. Oh. It's cool. The the funniest thing was um Dave's best friend that, that wrote Chappelle's show with him. Oh yeah. He, oh yeah. He was hilarious, man. He's always hilarious. He was funny, man. He looked yeah. like Tom Pimpkin to me. <laughs> he was so funny. Really? <laughs> something about them two to kind of they could be like cousins or something like that. Like uh, Oh shit, that's funny. What's the name? Uh Dave's Dave's guy, he has bigger eyes. That's all. They look like they can come <laughs> All right. Uh John, your uh, other of the week. So I binged uh, the documentary on Wham and the documentary on Johnny Manziel. Make it big. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Make what? it big. Wow. I, I, binged, I binged both of them. Um, and it was very interesting to see how George Michael and Andrew were friends for that long and you never really hear about any sort of... Uh, confrontation between the two which i'm sure there was wham uh because i'm sure there were a lot of feelings even though uh george michael came out to andrew um and andrew sort of kept it private between between the two of them uh and then george well quite a few people started to see that george was growing to become a very successful solo artist um you never really saw a side of Andrew that was, uh, I don't know, resentful or anything. Um, and I would have really loved to have seen uh, some additional footage of George Michael into his solo career hmm. to see uh, a lot of the things that happened as he started to come out of the closet publicly. Um, but he was a absolutely prolific songwriter. I mean, he wrote Careless Whisper when he was 17, which is amazing. That's great. Um, and yeah, he wrote that song like six or seven years before it became a hit. 
So, um, and the Johnny Manziel story. The Johnny Manziel story just made me hate Johnny Manziel even more. <laughs> I already, I already wow. didn't dis, I already disliked him, but after watching that, I just, you know, I had a different take on it, but I felt like the the Johnny Manziel that became like the superstar. You hate that dude, but like him now, like you, you realize he has a lot of problems. Like I still hate him. <laughs> I, I still, I mean, yeah, he's learned his lesson, and I guess he's sort of going out and trying to tell people, trying to reach out to young athletes to say don't do what i did but still fuck him he did it yeah <laughs> he, um you know it's crazy we talk about song you talk about songwriters and uh writing songs very young um we we also know another songwriter who wrote a hit record at like 19 gordon chambers wrote i apologize for anita baker he was like yeah years old. yeah so shout out yeah. to gordon too. um my pick of the week my other peak of the week will be uh wait wait before I do that, John, where what is where's the documentary? Where can you find the documentary? Because I don't even know where you can find it. What the Johnny Manziel? No, the Wham one. I know the Johnny Manziel. It's on Netflix. Netflix. It all work. Okay. Yeah. I might watch that tonight. Yeah, it's uh, just called Wham. Make it big. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, my pick, my other pick of the week is going to be the Showtime show, The Shy. It's in its fifth season. Um, uh, I like the way that they, you know, they had a main character who got kicked off the show. He left the show after like the first or second season and the way they were able to pivot that storyline and make it about the other characters and still keep that show and have a successful run is, uh, it's, is commendable for that cast and for that writing crew and for the people who work on that show. Um, this season, I, I feel like if you watch the shy, like they always, it, it's, it's riddled in the, the drug game. Of, of Chicago and all that stuff like mm, you can't really I'm watching that from, can't really get away from it but it's a little too happy this season so it, it feels like they're kind of drumming it up for like something really dramatic to happen and clearly oh. that show has no no qualms about killing off stars they'll kill off the star immediately so oh, shit. I think something bad's about to happen and I hope it's not to one of the kids but it's probably gonna be one of the kids so but oh, the shot is a dope show they're on the fifth season if you haven't seen any episode you can go to Showtime and watch it it's it's a pretty dumb show. So that's the that's the shot. Anybody want to take Jay's pick since we did we did his music pick too? Mm, Jay's pick is <laughs> <laughs> And with that. And with that, that is our show, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you guys for tuning in. Uh, we want to say thank you to our sponsors, uh Eaton Radio, Unhand Sports Network, and Belly of Sports. Uh, it's hot. It's supposed yeah. to be fall. It's been like so. Wait, I did something Man. to my. I did some. I modified my car the other day. I added uh, uh, in, uh air intake filter to the car or the system so I can get more horsepower to the car. Oh, my car, you gonna be one of them dudes riding around. <laughs> it, it, it does do that. It does. I, I was I was driving the other day and I asked my dad. I was like, "Yo, I can hear the engine. The engine's way louder than it was before." He was like, "Yeah, because you took out a whole component, so now it's just feeding into the cabin of the car." I was like, "Oh, that's fucked up." But I can just play, <laughs> I can play my music loud and you won't even hear it. But uh, my car's been reading. On average, about 101 yep. to 140. One, two. I, mine was 102 <laughs> on on Sunday. And yeah. I'm like, oh, this is not, you shouldn't be outside. We got a heat advisory today for like, it was. It ended at 8 p.m. today. 
It was from 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. So it's, it's only gonna get hotter before before it gets cooler. Before yeah, we got like three more days of this, like this yeah. this type of heat. It's gonna be in the 90s and 96s. And so, with that note, be safe. Drink your water. Um, stay out of areas that aren't shaded. You know, be safe out <laughs> in the streets. Uh, wear your mask because COVID is coming back. Literally, kids are kids around kids, and they're gonna spread diseases because that's what happens in the fall. Um, and just be safe and make sure you, you, you're showing up your people and, and giving people their flowers while they're still here. Um, telling the people you love them while they're still here. And on that note, we'll see you guys next week. Thank you guys for tuning in. Peace. Wow. <laughs> he did both of them. He just threw them both in there. Both? Them both? Both. Oh, oh jazz. <laughs> <laughs> Into music, get together to talk trash about whose teams is losing. So here we go, D Turner, John Lane, Trey Illy, Jay Hill, the MVP, court in the history. So now what? They got they mics and gizmos, podcast rapper for DC, what it is, Mo. Yeah, we talking sports and things from rookies who bore the best, about to get more rings, plus more things like a jam session or something. Then we beefing because our favorite team, John like slumming, John like pumping over podcasts and steady every O. You want more than that whole hum, so here we go. Yeah, we go from bars to beats to podcast or Astro Turf with balls and cleats like that, y'all. Talking sports and things, talking sports and things. Preach the nomad up. Talking sports and things, we're talking sports and things. D Turner, John Lane, talking sports and things. Baby, we're talking sports and things. Trey Illy, Jay Hill, talking sports and things. Talking sports and things. DC, baby. This has been Sports and Things. Thanks for listening and be sure to follow us at Sports and Things, S-P-O-R-T-Z underscore and underscore T-H-I-N-G-Z on IG. And if you follow us on Twitter, you can be sure to look us up at IsSports, I-Z-S-P-O-R-T-Z and wherever else you are listening to this podcast. Thanks for listening.